0: amen amen this is the day that the lord has made we shall rejoice and be glad in it my name is pastor tony knight i bring you greetings live from christ community church of vineland new jersey hey 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 we're saving souls and changing lives amen listen this ministry is about the word of god and loving you and helping to keep you encouraged in the word of god and through the word of god amen Hey, good morning, Beth. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. How's things in St. Louis? All right. Good to see you. I pray, you know, again, you're in our prayers daily. All right. And believe in God for a miracle in your life. All right. To deliver you from that cancer that's trying to take over you. Hey, Tracy McGinnon. Good morning. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks for everyone. Even the ones that are chiming in, that doesn't ever say anything. I appreciate you so much. All right. Hey, listen, let's get... Uh, we're going right back to the Second Corinthians, okay, chapter ten. All right, we're going right back there again. We're going to hit this topic up again. Boy, this series, I love series. I really do. And uh, and as I said before, there's so much in there. There's so much in there that you can easily overlook. And believe me, we're we're just scratching the surface. There's just so much in there, and and I'm so grateful and thankful that you guys don't rush me to go through the word of God. And I definitely won't ever give you anything boring. And everything that we give you is, uh, of course, the word of God. And it's, uh, as you see, it's beneficial to your life and it's helping you. All right. It's helping you. It's, you know, the, the, it's fortunate and unfortunate that Sometimes you're not receiving the blessings that you believe you should receive from God is because there's a lot of things that's in you that has to come out. And it's sad how when a person is the way they're groomed in life as a child uh, from birth, um, even while in their mother's womb, and even before that conception, and even before that, how those parents live and what was passed down through generation to generation that will affect the child and children. And it is something when you are uh, a product of your environment, when you are a product of your environment, and I am just amazed of the people that are really suffering because of what their parents did or their parents' parents did. And of course, what you did now, we can never exclude ourselves okay, from what choices we made because a lot of times we thought it was right because of the way we were raised. Well, I beg to differ with you. Uh, all of us weren't raised perfectly, of course, because we had imperfect parents, right? But okay, they, I, I guess they did the best they could. I can't say that for everybody, but you're here. Okay, you're here, and however you got here, you're here. And so how can we make it work better for our lives? And how can we make it better for everyone that's attached to us? Because that's important, because Christ Jesus is not selfish, as you see. He's not selfish. He's not about no isms and schisms. And let me tell you, that's so distasteful to my mouth. The mess that I see that goes on inside these church buildings, um, that still goes on, even through this pandemic, that people are trying to get back to their mess, and it's right down disgraceful. And this is not a pass for you not to go to church, but I understand why a lot of people don't go to church. I really do. I understand the, the games that's being played in these church buildings, it's right down uh, horrible. It's a nightmare. It's a turnoff. So the world is more attractive. So why go to the church and pretend? Well, number one, there's still people. All right. Number one. Number two, that's why God wants you to fall in love with him as an individual, because that's how he works and the relationships that develop between you and God that one-on-one is just that just like you fall in love with somebody else you didn't fall in love with everybody but you fell in love with that one individual and that one individual helps you to get through life right well it's 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 the same as that but multiplied with God and as you see, and you're learning more, and listen, these children, Satan, Satan's job is to kill, steal, and destroy, and what he has done, and what he is doing, and what we're trying to stop is, he is uh, disrupting the family on astronomical levels, and we are seeing the results of of uh, no father and no mother in the home, or one father in the home and no mother, or one mother and no father in the home, and if they are in the home, you're seeing a lot of confusion, a lot of fighting, a lot of backbiting, a lot of uh, out of orderness in their homes. In their homes, and these things affect the children. The children suffer behind uh, an adult's bed choices. And listen, this, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, this gives God a black eye in a person's eyesight, because relationships are supposed to stem for what you're attached to. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people have been misrepresenting Christ Jesus through their bad behavior and listen the bible talks about our behavior all the time all the time and bad behavior uh discourages people that are uh that want to do right and to them they have no hope like wow this is what it's like i'd rather not bother with it and people throw in the towel and listen and if you turn people away from Christ, you're held accountable. Their blood is on your hands. And I'll find out some people can care less about that. They want, want they, what they want. And it's sad when I see and have seen and know pastors that, listen, they'll manipulate you through their education, doctorate degrees. I know them. And they're so greedy that they only want what they can get from you. And they'll manipulate you till they get what they want. I see it all the time. See it all the time. And if you can't benefit them, they will cut you loose and think nothing about you. Because they want what they want. That's why when I'm preaching the word of God to you, I give you what the word of God says. All right. So that you can see for yourself So that, listen, not only are you holding me accountable, but listen, you hold yourself accountable to and God accountable to what his word says. Listen, I have a ton of experience as a minister in training, as a child growing up in the church, um, and as an adult in the church, I've seen some things that, most people, listen, I've been in training with a lot of ministers and the majority of them that seen the things that I've seen stopped going to church. They stopped going to church because it was such a major turnoff. It was like, it, it seems like the higher you go, the worse it gets. And when I say the higher you go in elevation, as far as pastoring and ministering, deacons and stuff like that, people that are running the church, It's horrible. And so, this doing service online for me is freedom. It really is. It's freedom because I, I I don't have all those stipulations, and I'm not under somebody's thumb. Whom the Spirit sets free is free indeed. And God has given me the type of ministry to help you stay free. Listen, you being free is beneficial to you, amen. And it benefits me because why you're learning from that. And the majority of you people know me enough. You know, I've never really been about a lot of games and I've never been Mr. Perfect, but I won't do things to hurt you. I won't do that. And I care about me and what I do. And I want to reap and I'm going to reap what I've sowed like you, but I want to sow excellent seeds and reap a harvest of excellence. Amen. And I want you to do the same thing because I'm just not wasting my time to do this for nothing. I know and believe in my heart with all my heart and mind that the word of God works when you line up according to the word of God correctly. It's the only way it works. There is no other remedy. You you can't pretend. All right. Because if you pretend, listen, psychologically mentally it will wear you out it will wear you out and you'll have a breakdown you'll have a breakdown you're like what happened because you you're not sincere you're not doing right because you're following man's pattern and how can this benefit you listen serving god benefits you automatically you don't have to go and look for it it just happens And the more that you build that up in Christ, the better. I've seen too many people get uh, their lifestyles have gotten better and they forgot about God. They've made their job or their career everything. Um, I've seen people that has gotten educated and, and, and where they wasn't doing that great prior to and now they're doing better and They think that only education works only. And listen, its (laughs) look, I'm not against education. I'm all for education. It has its part and what you need to learn, but it does not supersede the word of God. Nothing supersedes the word of God. Education is good to help you get a good job and to learn some things that you need to learn. But ultimately and above all, it's the word of God that's going to save and help you. You know, there's a crisis in this country, in the United States of America, I don't know about anywhere else, that they need plumbers, they need electricians, they need firemen, they need police officers. (laughs) As you see, nursing is still in high demand, and these trade jobs, they pay very good money. You can make six figures a year and more doing those types of jobs. You can live very good being an electrician and a a plumber and my uncle had a tremendous he has a tremendous business he he won't stop working he says it's not work to me no more nephew he says i just enjoy doing this he said i need something to do or i'll die i says well you keep working cuz i want you to be around but these trade jobs have always been a pillar a pillar in communities and not only that but they were respectable positions and people have put in their have put their nose up to it until they need it. Then all of a sudden, Ms. Mr. Plumber, Mr. Electrician looks good to them. Isn't that something? And let me tell you what: pride comes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before fall. Never think that you're better than anybody else. All right, no matter what your career is, I don't care. Listen, I know pig farmers at are multimillionaires a very stinky job but they still paid money is money right they still paid and their families live real well Look, i know people that have septic uh uh what do they call it? um septic system jobs you know where they own these uh waste waste companies you know where they come and clean out your your septic tanks and all that well they make very good money hundreds of thousands of dollars a year if not more so never put your nose up to things and why is pastor knight talking about those things because you'll see right in the word of god amen god wants us to stay humble all right wants to stay lowly in him so that we don't forget where we come from and our purpose in life remember Jesus' job he was a carpenter All right. As a man, he was a carpenter. He worked with his hands diligently so that um, he wasn't a burden to people. And this is where God wants you and I not to be lazy. We have to be diligent in our work, work while it was day, while it's day, because when night comes, when no man can work, we are always supposed to be preparing not only for our day, but for our future. Amen and our future through what the word of god let's pray father we love you we honor we adore you we thank you for being our everything we thank you for being our all in all you are our savior master and lord of our lives and father we thank you for your word that goes forth in our lives lord that's helping us make the right choices in life to serve you with all of our heart souls and mind Father, I pray, Lord, that I decrease, Lord, that you increase in me, that you will speak through me, Lord God, your words, Lord God, that will help deliver your people, Lord God, that they will see you, not me, but they will see you, Lord God. And Father, I again, I thank you once again for everyone that constantly chimes into these services, Lord God. I thank you for being such a blessing to their lives. I thank you for being such a miracle worker in their lives, Lord God, I thank you for healing them, especially Beth, Father. I thank you for drying up that cancer, taking it away, Lord, and restoring her, her health to 100%, and that she would serve you with all of her heart, soul, and mind for the remainder of her life, Lord God. Thank you for that. And everyone, whatever their need is, Lord God, I thank you. Thank you for a fresh anointing to do your will this day. I love you, Father. I praise you. I pray that I decrease, that you increase in me, that you will speak through me your words. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. All right. I, I spoke a little longer than what I thought I would. So let's just, let's go to our, well, our themes, our scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 through 6. But we're just going to deal with verse 1 this morning, okay? Now I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ who is, excuse me, who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent and bold toward you. I like to use for our topic still this morning, the one who controls the mind controls the body. The one who controls the mind controls the body. Like I was talking about with the uh, American Olympian that's doing the gymnastics, uh, the bill girl, and I have a word for her. Yeah, you contact me. I have a word for you right through the word of God that will help deliver you from your depression. Amen. It'll help deliver you from your depression mentally. Amen. It'll help you grow up spiritually so that you are you'll realize and see that you're more than a conqueror. You're more than an overcomer. Listen, these children, as I said earlier, they see such poor examples as parenting, all right, as from, from their parents um, or whoever is raising them or have raised them that they don't really know a lot of them. What a good solid relationship is like is why they're so leery about serving God that that they can't trust him because they can't trust their parents. And that's sad. that That's how far off base man has become. He has forgotten. Listen, the book of Revelations, of believe, chapter 2, where they left their first love. They lost their first love. They left it. Our first love should always be God, always him. And listen, once you're on base, all you got to do is keep hitting the base hit. All base hits in baseball scores runs. Amen? All you need is a base hit. You don't ever have to hit a home run and still win the game. Just just hit it in a gap. Every time you hit it in a gap, you're going to get on base. And everybody scores. And this is what Christ is about. Everybody winning. And he wants us to have that mindset. So we're going to talk about the word lowly today. All right? Now I want to give you a couple things. Lowly in Greek is a noun okay and uh the the greek word all right let me spell it for you it's t a p e i n o p h r o s u n e and that's tap a ros u all right I, I spelled it i pronounced it very slowly for you okay as tap a nof ros o nay, all right, and that means lowliness of mind, lowliness of mind humbleness and this is translated lowliness uh or low let me see lowliness of mind lowliness or lowliness of mind, okay, and lowly biblically all right, means humble in manner of or spirit, free from self-assertive pride, free from pride. Pride, it, it's okay when it's controlled, but when it's arrogant, it's not good. That's self-pride. So you want to be assertive of that. Um, also, it's not lofty or sublime, all right. Prosaic, all right ranking in low and some heresy like your uh, parents okay or your superiors on your job whoever your supervisor is you you stay humble so that you stay obedient to the instructions all right that are given to you stay lowly so that you can follow instructions right make sense All right. These are things that we're supposed to be teaching our children so that when they get a job, they know how to maintain a job because they're used to following instructions without anger, without bitterness, without any uh, shadiness. Okay. see, serving God is major stuff. It it affects every area of your life. And the more that you get into it, the more you'll see it. But you don't cut it off and say, I got enough. Now, you got to keep this going. Because if one, if you learn this little bit already, what, just imagine how much more you're going to learn. It's going to blow your mind. Um, also, there is a. Um, oh, yeah. Also, lowly at at heart is to be meek and lowly of heart. Lowly. All right. Lowly at heart is to be meek to be meek. Remember, to be is what? Be is what? A command. God commands this of us to be meek and lowly of heart means to be truly humble, gentle, all right? And gentle and submissive of the Lord's will, all right? Because you want to submit this right over to God and he'll skate you right through life nice and easy. So when problems come, they're not big and you don't make them big, you manage them in your life, smoothly, every situation, and that's a great life to have, that whenever problems or, or whenever situations come up, I don't like to call them problems, or, but you can, it's called a situation, because they still need to be dealt with, with wisdom, and doing it correctly, so it never comes back to bite you in your backside, all right, Um, also, there is a difference between, meek and humble. There is a difference. All right. Meekness has contrasted with humility alone in, in so much as humility, it simply refers to up here. All right. Let, let me, let me say that again. Whereas meekness refers to the treatment of others. Oh, so Pastor Knight is right about how we're supposed to treat people. Yeah, the word of God is. It tells us everything we're supposed to do and how to treat each other. And I have, listen, I've run across some people that love inflicting pain on people. But those same people want to be treated right. Well, why are they mistreating people? Because of the information they receive. Let's turn to Acts chapter 20. All right. You can just go back uh, a couple pages here, Acts chapter twenty. Okay, and I really only wanted verse number uh, nineteen. Uh, I really only wanted verse number nineteen, but let's let's start at seventeen. Let's read a little bit. Uh, from Miltus, he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. Leaders, here we go again. And when they had come to him, he said to them, you know from the first day that I came to Asia in what manner I always lived among you. And what man, see, what is that? That's repetition. That's living right. This is how you win people over. And you do by your lifestyle, your home life. You know, I push that a lot. You can't pretend that everything is in order. You have to make sure everything is in order of your life. And I don't care who you are. You will be pleased and happy when you know you're doing correctly. It make let's, It it helps build a certain pride in you of not arrogance, but of wow, I'm actually doing the right things and it's beneficial to me and others are benefiting from it. Isn't that beautiful? And you can't be a selfish individual like that, especially you married and you have children. And selfishness should not even be a part of your vocabulary for to good parents. Verse 19, serving the Lord with all humility is our key verse, with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. You see that? The plotting of the Jews. Now, these folks are supposed to be uh, um, believers of God and teachers of the word of God. And here they are plotting to do people in. I'm telling you, this is nothing new. All it is, it's your turn and my turn. These people are dead and gone. They are at where they are at. Heaven or hell, either or, that's what, no in between. And they were plotting in. Listen, we they handled it by their lifestyle. It's written in the word of God for us to do the same thing. Amen. Do the same thing. It's in the book. You don't have to fuss. You don't have to fight. You do right. And listen, God said vengeance is his says the Lord. You do right and God will show you how he deals with your enemies. But you go through long suffering and you learn to be patient and you take your focus off of them and you focus in on Christ Amen. and his word and you handling your affairs. Listen, biblically, all your personal affairs, how you, your job, see, all this stems into everything that you do. Which makes the type of individual that you will become or have become. Or or maybe you're one of them people like the Jews here that enjoy inflicting pain on people. Maybe. But you see what the Word of God tells us to stay lowly. Stay lowly. All right? All right. Now, uh, verse 20. How I kept back nothing that was helpful but proclaim it to you and taught you publicly and from the house and from house to house. G- you have to be honest with your children. You got to be honest with yourself, first of all, but you need to be honest with your children and tell them the truth from the door. And, and let them see your lifestyle because they're watching that. How you manage all of your affairs. Look, I, I've said it before. I'm tired of all these people being shot and stabbed and raped and, and uh, molested and kidnapped. All this mess going on because people got a lot of personal issues. For, the, for them to think that way, they groom themselves that way. Well, Listen. How you correct a problem is correcting your problem. You got to correct your problems first. And it will stem. Charity starts where? At home and spreads abroad. What is charity? Love. Bible calls charity love. Amen. The more love, word of God, you get in here, get in your heart, the better and the more manageable your life becomes. Because what? The one that controls the mind controls the body. Amen. Um, Verse 21. Testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there. That's why we walk by faith, not by sight. We don't know what is before us. But we are what? In the spirit. I'll read that verse again. And see, now I go bound in the spirit. Say right there. Just pause right there. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So no matter where we go and what we do in life, we have to become spiritual so that we can be led... By the Spirit of God to help us get through every situation in life correctly. See, we've been seeing a lot of uh, problems and situations not being dealt with correctly. Look, in America, we have a democracy. We have Democrats and we have Republicans. We have the House, we have oh, the Senate, we have all this. And really, we don't need all that. All we need to do is do right, according to the word of God. Everybody's supposed to live by the same rules. All right? And when we do that and live on one accord, you don't need all them separate parties. Because this party wants to be right. That party wants to be right. Look, forget that. You and I know a lot of politicians, a lot of them don't tell the truth because their roots have been so... And, and and indoctrinated into lies that they've, they've become a part of that. And the ones that try to be truthful, listen, they try to get them out of there. At least that's what I, I've been seeing. Now, I'm not putting down politicians. It's a job. I'm just saying, how about we do the job correctly through the word of God? Like this country has been established on and what we were supposed to be doing from day one. They've gotten away from that. And now you and I publicly, we, we don't hold them accountable for what they're supposed to do. And what some will do is called an agitator. It's called an agitator where they'll throw somebody out there in your community to agitate, to get mess going. And then they back away and let the fight stay amongst themselves. And, and people will fight for years over, no, over a parking spot. Oh, you you said something to my family member, and they could be mad for 50 years. 100 years for the sake. Uh, we have a saying here, the Hatfield and McCoys. They feuding over nothing. <laughs> Just feuding. I'm like, stop it. You're being controlled. The one that controls the mind controls the body. Charity, love, corrects problems. Amen. It helps keep you bound, safe and moving forward always through Christ Jesus. All right, Uh, verse 22, uh, 23. Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city. Can I read that one more time? Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying the chains and tribulations await me, but none of these things move me. Except the Holy Spirit testifies. That who is the one that's supposed to speak through you and I. Me as being a pastor. And every pastor. Listen. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be speaking through you. And you know that. Not your own agenda. Because listen. Here we have thousands of people that are. That I hear about that watch this ministry and more. And. And. I'm saying the same thing, but the Holy Spirit is revealing to each individual what they need to hear that's going to help them individually. See, I I can't do that by myself, but I can speak the word. But the spirits that go out are for each individual. You and I aren't smart enough to read enough books and study enough to do that on our own. We need the Holy Spirit to do what? Um... Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city. Well, how's the Holy Spirit testifying? Through you, through your words, through your conduct. How you carry yourself, what you're saying. Listen, it's a mindset, folks. You can't get away from you. Either you're a great example of you, or you're a poor example of you. Or you're a faker. But, uh, no in between. Either you're good or you're bad. And we're trying to correct all these things about us through the word of God. And I don't care how old or how young you are. You're not too old or you're not too young. But you need to start right now. Don't hesitate and wait. Don't do that. I know your finances may be pretty good and it's looking great. and you're all, But you're going to die one day. And you got a soul that you're going to have to answer for. And you want God to tell you, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into the glory of the Lord. You don't want him to tell you, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I knew you not. He, he's not. Listen, if you pretend, he's going to show you your choices. Because them angels are jotting down everything that you and I do. Everything. And it's going to come back. I know it don't sound like nothing now, but when that day comes, boy, oh boy, you don't want to be sorry. You don't want to be that song, Who's Sorry Now? You don't want to be that guy. Lord, have mercy. All right. Now, uh, verse 24, uh, 25, and indeed now I know that you all among whom I have gone preaching, The kingdom of God will see my face no more. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men. You see that? A preaching of what? Christ Jesus only. And you're giving everybody the truth. That's why I tell you, you can follow me what I'm preaching right here in the word of God. And this is what I'm giving you so that your blood is not on my hands. Amen. I refuse that. No, 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 no. Listen, I practice this thing in my own home first. All right. Charity starts at home and what spreads abroad. Listen, now you're responsible for your own choices as an adult. Listen, I tell you, I love my wife, yes, I do. She just celebrated her birthday, and we had a fabulous time, and y'all know I spoiled her, or we spoiled her. <laughs> I look forward to doing that. Listen because that's my home. that's my home, and I' responsible for her choices, and my behavior can help encourage good behavior or bad behavior. Well, I only want the good behavior. We don't need no bad mess. We don't need that. Nope, only good. So we can enjoy what we're paying for. Make sense? Okay. I still have areas in my life that, listen, that I need corrected and um, I need some things that happened in the past to be taken care of and, you know, 26. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men. We read that, right? Good, 27. For I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Who? Jesus Christ died on Calvary's cross for you and I, and we are supposed to preach the word of God, not your bylaws, not your personal beliefs, not what you think. The word of God, that's what will deliver you. That's what will set you free. That's what will help keep you from bondage. That will keep you and your family going. That will create so much love in you, so much wisdom in you, that it will blow your mind. Unstoppable. Listen, nothing else, nothing else matters (laughs) than seeing you, Jesus. Seeking the master, oh yeah, the one who reigns over my life. Nothing else matters than seeing you, Jesus, just to sit at your feet, hear your voice, Clearly speak, keeps me out of defeat, for in you I'm complete, because nothing else matters. Woo, Lord, Lord, Lord. All right, verse 29, for I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. You tell me one nice wolf. I'm not talking about hokey wolf either, or old Hanna barber cartoons. I'm, you show me a nice wolf that that will, will get up with some sheep, all right, and just chill out and say, "Oh, you know, we just chilling." you will tear him up. Woo! He he hasn't. God requires you and I to fall in love with Him, and to preach His Word. You know that. It has nothing against what anybody else with their work or whatever they do. It has everything to do with your walk in Christ Jesus. Quit the games. You quit telling people if you don't have an education, you can't preach in my pulpit or, or, or you, you can't read. Listen, most people couldn't read, but they could preach the word of God. They heard enough that they got it in them. I know a man that, God rest his soul, he could not read a lick of English to save his life. And he spoke English raised in it and he became a police detective by memorization he memorized everything that he had to do amazing then he learned much year many years later how to read isn't that something it, listen you don't know what people were privately hiding from you because they because it's so horrible out here that they can't even be honest with a person and to share with them what their fault is and and for somebody to help them. All this help they say that's out here, you can't trust all that help because most people don't have your best interest at heart. You get people, somebody was talking to me yesterday, and I I know they came over to talk to me just to look for something wrong because they needed some gossip. I said, isn't that something? They came over to look for something wrong in my life to trash me because they don't feel as though I qualify. You'd be surprised at the ones that tell me, oh, well, Pastor Knight don't know what he's talking about because he don't have enough education. Who says so? And you don't know how much study. I study seven days a week. Seven days a week I study the Word of God and stay before the Lord seven days a week to bring the Word of God. And you wouldn't be watching if it wasn't beneficial. So the Spirit of God is using me to preach His Word. Because the one who controls the mind controls the body. My heart is sold out to the Lord and my mind. And I'm going to do his will. And what this does, what this does, it irritates those ones that are running games, those wolves in sheep's clothing. It irritates them. Because it's exposing, I'm exposing the wrong, what they're doing. The corruption. And you know they don't like that. Because now you're messing with their money. Oh, yeah, they run a the game for their money. You already know. Look, I, look, as somebody said, you shouldn't talk about what you have. Well, I'm going to tell you, I have, what, what I have, my wife and I, we worked for through our secular jobs. Nothing through the church, through our jobs. And I've said that before, because some people think you're living high off the hog off of them. Really? If you see what this ministry brings in a year, you'd shake your head and say, how do you do that? We do a lot out of pocket. Believe me, out of our own pocket, we do a whole lot. And we don't complain, and God gives us back. No complaints. Listen, God will provide, and I have no problem with it, and neither does my wife. Also, verse 30, also from among yourselves men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch and remember that for three years, I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So uh, what did I say? I want to go to uh 35. So now a brethren, you know, again, certain class of people, right? I command you, because remember, in the beginning, he said he called who? The elders, all right, of the church. So these are supposed to be the brethren, and they're being warned to watch the wolves. Watch the mess, okay? We run across this a lot in the Word of God. Isn't that something? So now, brethren, I, command, I commend you to God and to the Word of his grace, which is able to build you up. And give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Now, what is sanctified? Sanctified in the Greek is a Greek word, and it is set apart. God will set you apart to deal with you one on one. He he counsels you one on one to help build you up in him. And th- but you got to get in the word of God so that it happens. And he can get the inheritance that he has for you, to you, the more that you grow up and mature in the Word of God. Make sense? Pastor Knight and no other pastor can do that for you. My job is to give you the Word of God so that that the anointing that's on my life through the Spirit of God gets to you. And however you receive it, you're receiving it the way that you need to receive it so that you can grow up in the Word of God. Amen? That's my mandate. Amen? Now, your mandate, listen, the more you grow in Christ, he'll reveal your, your gifts to you. Amen? Verse 33, I have coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. Don't be envious over anything that anybody has. Nothing. All right, nothing else matters but seeing you. I don't care if they got a gazillion uh, houses and a gazillion uh, Rolls Royces, and they own the whole state of New Jersey. I don't don't matter. Don't be envious and don't covet nothing. You hear that? Don't worship people and things. Worship God. Amen. I I know we're not hyped up this morning, but just flow with me. Uh, verse 34, yes, you yourselves know that these hands had provided for many, excuse me, for my necessities and for those who were with me. Now you see, you work so that you don't be a burden to people and you work so that you can help others. You cannot be selfish serving God. Hallelujah. You can't be selfish serving God. You 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 have to get in a position where you are financially free so that you can help people. Because listen, let's face it, money is what is it, 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 it that's what that's what helps. Listen, it it, it 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 helps produce a freedom. All right, so that you don't have that financial burden. Listen. So that you could be in position to not only pay your home off, but to pay other people's homes off. All right. Not only to uh, listen, you you might need to, uh, you know, be in a position financially to help uh, keep groceries in somebody's house, their homes, for a year. All right. Say somebody got sick. All right. And you know that sickness happened, and they're not working. And you could you can quietly keep the, all the utilities paid. Everything paid in their home and groceries. And no one needs to know nothing. This ministry, we help a lot of people privately. Now, we can't help everybody just yet. But we do the best we can. And we put out a lot of money all the time. A lot of money. And and listen, 20 bucks goes a long way in this ministry. It goes a long way. Well, as you know, we feed a lot of people. Alright, we especially focus in on widows and seniors. Alright, and families. We we focus on that to make sure that they're good. Alright? So any listen, donations that come in, it goes right back out to the ministry. Alright, for the building of God's kingdom. And listen, there's plenty to do out here. Plenty to do. I'm not that pastor that enjoys sitting in the office looking good. Now I'm hitting the streets. I go right back to the streets. Let's help, folks. Let's get visible out here. There's boots on the ground. All right. All right. uh 35. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, It is more blessed to give... Than to receive. We're going to stop right there for today. The it's more blessed to give than to receive. And I shared with you guys last week, and I don't ask for money. And y'all know that. But this is a church. We are a legal operating church, and we have expenses. And if you choose to give to this church, Thank you, your tithe and your offering. It's actually required through the word of God. In and, and Malachi chapter 3, will a man rob God, yet he robs him in and offerings. Listen, it's required that you give a tenth, all right? But wherever you give it, that's your business, all right? If you choose to give to this ministry, you contact me, all right? We pray over your money that God will restore it back to you 100-fold amen you'd be surprised how well you can live off of what you of what you give all right my wife and i we've been giving for many a years my parents gave and my dad didn't go to church all the time but every week he sure did send his tithe and offering to the church and we never needed anything growing up i wanted stuff but i never needed nothing and i'm amazed how i say like, wow it raised 10 children and and we had plenty and we also come from a community that gave. People gave to each other. You didn't have a lot of selfish people. You had some, but you didn't have a lot. And people looked out for one another. I have a garden, and it's not real big. And I'll give produce to whoever, extra. Right, right now, I had a tomato sandwich before I came online. A lot of Jersey tomato sandwich with mayo, salt and pepper, Ooh, soft bread. Oh, boy, that was so good. And you from New Jersey, you know how that thing is like, all right? And so, we have too many tomatoes already. No, you just give them away, right? Make sense? So, what I'm saying is, as the word of God says, it's better to give than to receive. Amen? I used to put up here our PayPal and Cash App. I just don't do that no more. It, listen. But if you choose to get, thank you very much, all right? I don't like asking nobody for anything. I don't like to do that, all right? I know God, I ask God, and he provides, amen? So I keep it right there. But listen, that's if you choose, because some people love to give, all right? And as the Bible says, it's better to give than to receive. As you give, listen, God will give it back to you, but don't sow sparingly, all right? Don't sow with a bad attitude. You might as well just keep it. If you want to sow into the ministry, you go ahead and sow into the ministry and ask God to bless your finances and multiply that. And I will touch and agree with you. I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's 10 cents. If that's all you have, listen, that, that's your tithe. That, that's, that's fine, all right? God honors that. Anybody tell you, listen, uh, when we had our church building, Never held nobody accountable for what they gave. We treated them no different. All right, we treated everybody the same way. All right? Because uh, there's people, there's pastors that'll treat you. If you're a good tither, a big tither, they'll treat you like that. But there's some people that cannot afford to to really give. You know, Giving a dollar may have been a whole lot for them. And listen, you're not. don't you mistreat people. And we've read that. Your conduct means everything amen uh, first lady in um, Horace how you doing okay I, I just happened to see something here in Arizona okay we will keep your aunt Sarah in prayer okay all right we sure will all right and we're here we'll do the best we can all right and I'll pray for her afterwards um, and also so I just wanted to put that out there to you amen all right uh, listen Romans 10 9 and 10 says if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that Christ has been raised from the dead Thou shalt be saved for with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness So listen in order for all this to happen you have to accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior All right, but well, you may have done that and went back on your word Christ Jesus said he's married to the backslider. He said you left me. I didn't leave you All right. Look It's it's just this simple. Um, Repeat after me, and we'll say the confession, and you can invite Christ Jesus into your heart, and you say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Savior, Master, and Lord. Satan, you no longer have a stronghold on me in jesus name amen heaven rejoices when one soul gets saved and so do i again thank you for everybody that continuously that watches these services all right i appreciate you greatly all right and again thank you for all that you do amen and listen this ministry is being a blessing to you Please share this on your page so it can be a blessing to others. We have no idea of all the people that this is reaching. But I get a lot of inbox. Um, People are contacting me that I had no idea that was watching this ministry. And I'm very grateful. Listen, you have a fabulous rest of your day. Uh, If Christ don't come back, we'll see you on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., And we'll just continue to keep flowing in and through the word of God. Thank you for being understanding. Thank you for being uh, kind and considerate. I'm glad that this word is helping you grow up in Christ. And I am doing the best that I can to help bring the word of God to you so that no one hoodwinks you. That you don't get beat up and mistreated because, listen... That's a very bitter taste that, that is left in people's mouths when they're mistreated by people. And a lot of people that happens to when they go to church because you're expecting better behavior. You're expecting that because, well, these people go to church, so I don't have to worry. The, 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 yes, you, you, you need to be concerned and you need to watch. That's why I'm trying to help build your spirit up through the word of God to keep you always Protect it no matter where you go. Amen. Because you need God's favor. And as we read, you need the Holy Spirit to testify every city, everywhere.